Case Reports 2018, podcast episode 6. I am Katie Thomas, podcast editor. Today I will be talking about a case report by Carolina Espejo, Pedro Marcos Alberca, Carlos Perez Garcia, and Carlos Macaya from San Carlos, Spain, titled The Waffle Procedure as Treatment of the First Episode of Right Heart Failure, a Case Report. Constrictive pericarditis is a rare form of diastolic heart failure and classically presents with symptoms of right-sided heart failure. A 59-year-old male presented to the emergency department with a one-month history of dyspnea, lower leg edema and ascites. He had a background of type 2 diabetes for which he took metformin. A transthoracic echocardiogram was performed which showed thickening of the pericardial layers, a loculated pericardial effusion and a constrictive pattern. He then had a cardiothoracic CT which revealed an anterior pericardial effusion. A cardiac MRI was planned. A right heart catheterization showed elevation and near equalization of end diastolic pressures of both ventricles. Coronary angiography revealed normal coronary arteries. Despite treatment with diuretics, the patient's pericardial effusion increased in size, causing tamponade with a subsequent clinical deterioration 10 days after presentation. The patient was referred to cardiothoracic surgery. Initially, a pericardiectomy was performed. A subsequent off-pump waffle procedure was performed with several transverse and longitudinal epicardial incisions. All microbiological, serological and immunological tests were negative. The patient improved following surgery and has remained asymptomatic since. Constrictive pericarditis is a rare condition. It can occur after almost any pericardial disease process. There is a variable delay between pericardial inflammation and the development of constrictive pericarditis. Progression depends upon etiology. Less than 1% of cases of acute idiopathic pericarditis progress to constrictive pericarditis, whereas constrictive pericarditis will develop in 2-5% of immune-mediated and neoplastic cases and up to 20-30% to of bacterial cases. Tuberculosis is a leading cause of constrictive pericarditis worldwide, though in the developed world it is rare, with common causes being either idiopathic or following cardiac surgery. Constrictive pericarditis classically presents as right-sided heart failure. The commonest symptoms of constrictive pericarditis are fatigue, dyspnea and peripheral edema. The patients can also experience chest discomfort, palpitations, abdominal swelling, pleural effusions, atrial arrhythmias and congestive hepatomegaly. These symptoms occur due to impaired cardiac filling, leading to an increase in venous pressure leading to congestive signs and symptoms. It can be difficult to diagnose constrictive pericarditis, and it should be considered in cases of unexplained heart failure, edema, or peripheral effusions, especially if paired with a history of cardiac surgery, irradiation, or pericarditis. The main differential is constrictive cardiomyopathy. Though there is often pericardial thickening in calcifications, up to 20% of patients can present with normal pericardial thickness. The European Society of Cardiology recommend the diagnosis should be made on both the signs and on evidence of impaired diastolic filling due to pericardial constriction. The ESC recommends diagnosis of constrictive pericarditis using echocardiography, CT, MRI and, if necessary, cardiac catheterization. Echocardiography may show pericardial thickening and calcifications and a septal bounce. This is because the right and left ventricle alternatively fill at each other's expense during the respiratory cycle. If constrictive pericarditis is suspected, it is helpful to focus on the motion of the ventricular system, variation in the mitral inflow velocity, 
and tissue Doppler assessment of mitral annular velocities. CT and MRI are useful for pericardial thickness, and MRI can also demonstrate ventricular interdependence. Non-invasive diagnostic tests are preferred to confirm a diagnosis before proceeding to cardiac catheterization. The classic findings here are of elevated central venous pressures and near equalization of the right and left diastolic filling pressures, in addition to ventricular interdependence. Treatment of constrictive pericarditis is initially through medical therapy, as 10 to 20% of cases will resolve without surgery. Medical therapy is likely to last around two to three months. In addition, if an etiology can be identified, treating this may limit the progression of constrictive pericarditis. However, the majority of cases are chronic and progressive, and most patients will require a surgical pericardiectomy. Pericardiectomy should be as complete as possible. In some cases, a radical pericardiectomy is insufficient, and a more aggressive epicardiectomy should be considered. This is known as the Waffle Procedure, and was developed in 1983. The Waffle Procedure is a small, grid-like series of incisions into the epicardium, in both longitudinal and transverse directions. It is often performed in patients either with grossly thickened pericardium or in those whose hemodynamic parameters do not improve following pericardiectomy. Though evidence surrounding pericardiectomy versus the Waffle procedure is so far limited, a recent study in Japan in 2015 of 25 patients showed improvement in diastolic function on echo following the Waffle procedure and pericardiectomy versus pericardiectomy alone. There were no significant differences in survival. The authors suggest the following learning points. Constrictive pericarditis results in mixed features of both constriction and tamponade, and its symptoms are directly associated with right heart failure. As a consequence, diagnosis may be difficult, and multiple imaging modalities are required in its diagnosis. Some patients could benefit from the Waffle procedure, which allows an improvement in diastolic and subsequently in systolic function. Thank you to the authors of this case report for highlighting this to us. And thank you for listening to European Heart Journal Case Reports podcasts. References in the original case report are available online. Visit academic.oup.com forward slash EHJCR for other interesting case reports. Music is Computer by State Shirt.